This is a story titled Willow and Avenue M, a story of a son, a family, and continuing. I want to tell you about David, my son. I am his mother. I sat with my arm around my quiet daughter in the February darkness at Willow and Avenue M. The time is so very intentional, 12.32 a.m. My daughter and I are a mile from our home in a neighborhood that has kept my family safe for 19 years. The night shadows cannot hide the tire marks left by the 24-year-old driving on a suspended license and a 12-pack of curves. On that night, after an evening of drinking and darts, he turned left onto Willow. The police report estimated he was going 60 miles an hour when he blasted through a stop sign and slammed into David's Honda on his way home from his last pizza delivery. The tire marks of the collision were fade in time. The pain of David not sitting beside us this February evening were not. He should be with us tonight, passing around delivery box pizza Kidding, Katie Beth, about her new braces. Our life, my life, will never be the same. He is not. Matthew, my husband, does not share our night, our corner. Not this night, not any night, grimly whispers the father, tightening his robe, and with head down, slowly walks up a darkened driveway to a home now broken. I do not have the strength to carry his sadness along with my own. David was coaching Ollie, his younger brother, to improve his jump shot. Ollie now leaves the safety of his room only for school and shooting baskets. He is connected by phone to close friends, not to us, his family. In time, the counselor says. In time. Willow and Avenue M is my church. It is where I park and remember my son, his first steps, David standing tall in the back row of the youth choir, his broad smile as he crossed the stage at his high school graduation, Sarah, David's girlfriend, whose pain is different than ours. In three weeks, David would have left for Portland to study marine biology. I carry the heaviness of that plane ticket in my purse. Katie Beth is brave. She is 12. Right now, she is bravely crying. She misses David flipping her hair as he walks by, telling her to get her butt out of the bathroom in the morning rush to empty the house. I will cry again tonight, later, after everyone's found their beds. This evening, Katie Beth and I sat again at the corner, our church. We tell David stories. We've reached back to a time before Kitty Beth, and we lean forward to David's graduation, his marriage, and the two girls who will follow, naming each one more than once. If we return to this darkened corner enough nights, maybe our grief will fade along with the news reports, the frozen lasagna, and the calls of friends and family asking, if we are all right. We are not all right. 
none of us are all right. We will never be all right. We are, however, family. And as a family, we will continue.